0: Everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by JR Dad. Hi. How's it going, JR Dad? It's going okay. Excellent. Guac is uh, intrusive tonight. <sighs> the cocktail of the week is the Flying Grandma. It is, uh, it's actually delish.
1: I think it's a great name.
0: It's uh, grapefruit juice, mint, vodka, and something else that I'll remember in a minute. Oh, um, Like triple sec, I used Cointreau. It calls for Grand Marnier, which is very, it's a little bit fancier. I like it. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think triple sec's a little fruitier.
0: Triple sec is a category. Grand Marnier is a element of that category. (coughs) Never mind. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, you put all those things together. It's actually like a punch recipe, though I just made a little, like, couple servings worth. Uh, So you put all that stuff together, and then you let it hang out in the fridge for a while strain it and then you top it with moscato which is like a sparkling dessert wine uh so that's why you don't have to put any sugar in there when i was first i was like man that's not gonna be great like grapefruit juice and vodka no sugar but the moscato is really sweet
1: even so, sweet enough for me
0: is it yeah you, I, I like, it like that maybe better I, no sugar. i think it's no bit, i think it's great a little it's, bit sugar
1: maybe i mean always <laughs> but I never, I didn't drink it and think it needs sugar. I drank it and I thought, oh, it's a very light uh, cocktail. Very nice, summery thing.
0: Yeah, that's good. Uh, So I picked the flying grandma in honor of my grandma who passed away this last weekend. She is the grandma who would take us to the museums on the days we had off school, including the one that I have talked about when I touched the painting, (laughs) The Art Institute, that was not bumpy.
1: Yeah, she sounds like a great grandma.
0: She was a great grandma. She had uh, six kids, including my mom, six daughters, including my mom. So I cannot imagine what it was like growing up in a house with with six girls. She was probably more of a disciplinarian as a mom than she was as a grandma, but she was a great grandma. When I was a little kid and I would go to her house, like if my parents would drop us off there, you know, to like have dinner, spend the day whenever. I would hide behind the couch when my mom came to pick me up, and I like hoping that she wouldn't find me, and I'd just get to stay there. <laughs> oh, that's
1: so cool! She gave you a refuge.
0: She did. It was she was awesome, and uh, yeah. So she would always take us. You know, every time we had like a random day off school. You know, not like whatever Easter day off or but snow day. Not snow days, but like the we called them in-service days. You know, where the teachers oh, yeah. get the days. I don't know if they still do them the same way. Um, you know, it'd be like a Monday, no school for some reason. She would take us in and we'd go to the planetarium or the aquarium or the Art Institute, the Field Museum, Museum of Science and Industry. Uh, and then, you know, she'd take us out to lunch. We went to the Hard Rock Cafe a lot when it was like the most awesome place you could that was, go. That was so
1: cool in the 80s. Oh
0: my God, I think uh, this this was the early 90s, but yeah. Uh, I had like my one Hard Rock Cafe t-shirt that she got me on one of those trips. Yeah. She'd buy me, like, shark's teeth. She would aquarium. spoil you a
1: little. That was good, like, spoil the grandkids. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
0: yeah. not just, like, here, have everything you want. Like, there were, there were clear rules, but it was, yeah. we had such a good time. Uh, there was one time, maybe when my parents had to go on a business trip. I was in high school, maybe a freshman or sophomore in high school, and... Like, my parents never went anywhere, so this was rare. So we st- <laughs> <laughs> we didn't take a lot of occasions as a kid. They never went on trips by themselves, so this was rare. Yeah, And we – but we were, yeah, in high school, maybe middle school for my brother, and we stayed at my grandma's house. So they must have been on a, a trip for work. And uh, they took us in, like, over the weekend – you know, we were going to school during the week. Over the weekend, they took us into Chicago – um, and we stayed like in the penthouse at the Four Seasons. Nice. So this is on Michigan Avenue. It like looks out over the, like it is the fanciest hotel room. I, I mean, it was like a whole, f- I, in my memory, it's like a whole floor. It was giant. And we stayed up there and, and it was, my grandpa was there too, who I, you know, I didn't have a really close relationship with him, but we're, <laughs> they're like, what do you guys want to do? And I, I remember we had to go to mass. My grandma's super Catholic, like has had a, nook built into the wall of her house for her statue of the Virgin Mary, and she had blessed candles burning in front of it all the time, and they stopped blessing candles, and so she'd sneak them in sometimes and be just like, here's some stuff for you to bless, and just like <laughs> when it was, so she'd have blessed candles. Um, so we had to go to mass, and then she's like, do you guys wanna go see a movie? And we're like, sure, what do you wanna go see? So we made her take us to Wayne's World, which I don't know if you remember, But it is not the most comfortable movie to watch with your grandparents, especially your super like Catholic. That's (laughs) a lot of like schwing
1: and things, yeah.
0: I mean, we didn't really know, right? It's not
1: terrible, but it's it's cringy, yeah. Yeah,
0: it it was. I mean, they were really nice about the whole thing. Uh, (laughs) Oh, they're probably like, oh, this is what the kids are watching these days. Oh, I'm sure she was disappointed in me, but she
1: never let me know. Oh, see, but she never, no, even like the. Painting touching things. It's not like she then said, you'll never go to a museum again no. as long as I'm alive or anything like that. Oh my
0: God. And it, she hated that kind of attention. So I, it must have been like the most mortifying thing when the alarms went off in the Art Institute. Yeah. She, uh, she would make stuff for us when we were kids, like cook stuff for us. And so she made me my first key lime pie Whoa. ever. And I was like, this thing is amazing clearly I need to move the place that this is already originated from, because this is the best thing I've <laughs> ever had. Uh, but she, and I was like, Graham, I love that key lime pie that you made. So she would make them like, you know, fairly often. And I remember at one point I was like, Graham, I love those key lime pies so much. Like, do you think you could share the recipe? And she was like, Jenny, I just used the recipe that's on the bottle. (laughs) (laughs) She was like so embarrassed. She's like, I have this much more complicated recipe that like my mom gave me and she wrote it down for me. It's got all this stuff in it. But the recipe on the bottle is the one that she made. And it's the right one, right? (laughs) Like key lime pie. It's lime juice and sweetened condensed milk and egg yolks. And that's what it was. Uh, But yeah, she introduced me to the love of the key lime pie.
1: I benefit from that every week. Indeed.
0: And she would always have at her house because she ate all the time the nature valley like honey oat granola bars those crunchy ones that come like two skinny ones in a pack
1: oh yeah now they're like health food yeah maybe um, then they were health food too
0: well you know Breakfast neither times were they actually health food uh but like we didn't have stuff like that at they my have, house like, oat in them <laughs> yeah that's right
1: i mean that's pretty <laughs> it good it must be good for you
0: yeah. uh and i remember like i would she'd let me have one when i would go to her house so i still i still get those granola bars and i think for every time i have one because it's like the only time when i was a kid that i got to have them so uh, she had a really you know, tough go of it. I mean, she was in nursing home for a couple of years and uh, didn't like it and was just really unhappy at the end. At, when I talked to her, I, I was talking to my brother this weekend, uh, and I was like, you know, it's really sad. But also, every time I talked to her for the last two years, she asked me to pray that she would die, <laughs> which is like morbid. But also, I mean, not just me. Like, she, she was kind of done with it. Um, so, you know, it's very sad that she's gone and it was sad to, you know, I, she's always like this super active person. I mean, she's probably, I mean, you know, my mom was relatively young when I was born. And I think, you know, and she started her family like right away. And I think she was like a secretary for a couple of years. And so started, you know, in her 20s. Uh, so she was probably like in her Late 40s, like maybe her 50s, and we were doing a lot of stuff together. Like not that old. Though she would dye her hair gray. I I mean, I always thought it was gray, but I think somebody told me at some point she actually—and it may have been gray at the time—but like when she was younger, she had started dyeing her hair gray to look older. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, But I always remember her as just like super energetic. Like she she was never like you kids slow down like she was always you know dragging us all over the place and doing stuff with us uh so it was sort of you know sad at the end to see her you know slow down and not be able to do all those things but uh you know i was telling my mom you know i don't really remember any of the stuff she had but i remember all of the like really great stuff that she did with us and so uh to my gram she'd probably be a little embarrassed by the flying grandma cocktail but she didn't she wasn't much of a drinker either <laughs> but you know in honor of Graham, that's the cocktail of the week
1: that's great the, this almost more special thing about the drink that you chose is the glasses
0: yes so uh i was looking just browsing on pinterest which is who is that
1: let's go walk old man
0: walk uh pinterest is the only social media i can go on and not have a panic attack these days and uh so i was browsing pinterest when i was like stop checking everything like just go look at pinterest and it's got like pictures of plants shells some shells recipes yeah, decor that i might want to try
1: paint colors
0: <laughs> very relaxing and uh oh no you know what it was it wasn't that i was on i mean it did end up there eventually i was on instagram so I made the excellent decision at some point to follow the mudlarking hashtag on Instagram. So for my American friends, oh, yeah. uh, mudlarking, I, I mean, I guess one can do it in many places, but it's a term that originates out of London where you can go down to the Thames and there's like old Victorian era dumps kind of like on the banks of the river and you can get a permit and go down and kind of dig around for treasure. Bones.
1: Can you find bones?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think there's really a lot of bones. But
1: you're looking for like coins and gold.
0: Coins, and... yeah. People find you know rings and jewelry and beads. A lot of bottles. That's cool. Uh, it's super cool. Like next time we go to London post Corona times, we're <sighs> totally gonna go mudlarking.
1: We can go during Corona and mudlark, but we won't <laughs> be able to get there. Yeah.
0: Uh, but the hashtag is great, and so you know it's just you know you follow the hashtag, you get a few posts every day. And, uh, and it's really I mean I love as as you know especially if you follow my running account I love finding treasure when I'm out doing stuff uh, so this is people finding treasure I love it <laughs> and uh, and someone was like yeah I found this piece of uranium glass and they had all these pictures and I was like I don't really know what I'm looking at here but I'm fascinated and so uranium glass is glass that has a tiny little bit of uranium in it
1: I'm still skeptical that it's only a tiny bit
0: <laughs> and it fluoresces under a black light it gl- glows bright green so in regular light it looks kind of green tinted kind of like a coke bottle it's but it's
1: pretty intense green it's in a little scarier
0: light. than a coke bottle yeah like definitely it, it looks like it's gl- glowing a little bit green but then you put a black light on it and it just lights up grain yeah because it's got some uranium in it so
1: like it's probably mutating my genes right now
0: (laughs) so i went to pinterest and then i was looking at all this because i think i was like uranium glass interesting (laughs) went to pinterest and i was like oh my god this is amazing and uh looked it up and apparently it's perfectly safe (laughs) and uh says
1: the instagram science
0: (laughs) no no i looked it up on like actual science pages actual
1: google pages
0: I'm an information professional and so I know how to, uh, you know, determine reliable sources.
1: Fair enough. You are a scientist.
0: <laughs> uh, and so I was like, I wonder how much it costs to like buy something made of uranium glass. And so I went on Etsy cause you can get all this kind of vintage stuff there. And I found this pair of 1920s or 30s era cocktail glasses, like little coupes, for like 30 bucks for the pair that are uranium glass and i was like purchase purchase right away uh and they came and they're like pristine like you'd think they were new they're pristine so i love
1: beautiful glasses anyway
0: yeah they've got like little flowers etched on them and uh i mean i'd be thrilled with 1930s vintage cocktail glasses that were just regular totally uh but these so I, I was like, oh my God, like we have to see if they glow. Oh, we don't have a black light. So then I bought a $3 black light on Amazon. And now both of us are just like shining the black light on the glasses all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I have a great picture of the cocktail of the week in the uranium glass glasses that will be on my... It's spooky. It is. I'm going to put it on Dust of Sleep, the GR Mom secret, quote unquote, secret Instagram. It's You've not...
1: just told everyone your secret. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there are actually other secret Instagrams that I have told no one about, not even you. you I think I know.
1: stumbled on one once.
0: Maybe that one. Maybe. There, there's Maybe. a new one you don't know about. Because it only, it's only got like 40 followers. Because <sighs> I just started it. I'm going to see what it can do without telling the Golden Ratio people about it. Because...
1: You just did.
0: No, no. Dust of Sleep is not that. The only people who follow Dust of Sleep, my, my formerly secret Instagram, are Golden Ratio people. But and me yeah i mean you're a golden ratio person you are the most golden ratioist person that there is i think
1: next to you Mm. oh i see as a fan yes sure i'm a sidekick i'm a i'm the own i'm in my own category
0: i keep like i was talking to gr dad this weekend because he's doing this rowing challenge and i'm like man why won't you let me start uh erging instagram for you like (laughs) we could get you'd have tons of followers like it'd be awesome i got all these ideas for pictures he's like i don't want an erging institute (laughs) i don't want the internet looking at me erging and i was like huh weird
1: yeah but it's it's mostly because it's erging i guess if it was like things i found on my walks or something i wouldn't feel as weirdly stressed about it oh interesting the erging is very competitive with me
0: Yeah, but I I, told—I mean, he said that, and then I'm like, but I don't post anything about like my run speeds and stuff. Then
1: you explained it, but yeah. You
0: You don't have to want it. I just think it's an interesting difference because I'm like, let me open my 40-second Instagram account and see what happens with this one. And you're like, no, don't, don't do it.
1: Don't do it for me. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: I promise I won't. I will not.
1: Fair enough, but there's not going to be any content. It's going to be like, well, got on the erg (laughs) today.
0: you don't have to do it, it i suck i would run it got i'd be your social today. media sweated. manager
1: <laughs> there is no good content anyway
0: oh my god got we could sweated. do so much cool stuff got sweaty we could like it. move the erg around put the erg on the beach put the erg like we got this king tide now that's coming way up on the beach we could put the erg just so the little feet are in there. The erg is not the a pet erging in the water can you imagine doing
1: that with like your set of weights you'd be like Here's my set of weights on the lawn. Here's my set of weights, you know, on the top of a mountain. I mean, I
0: basically do that with my running account.
1: No, you are the running account. (laughs) This is an inanimate object that everyone has a love-hate relationship to. You
0: would be on it.
1: Oh, well, I don't know. I'm still not sold. Uh, You do a good job. You're very persuasive, I gotta say. Uh, You uh, almost had me there by the end of the last conversation.
0: (laughs) I think it'd be awesome. I think people would be inspired to erg.
1: So it's, uh, it's a tough it's a tough mistress, or whatever the saying is <laughs> cruel, cruel mistress
0: well anyway uh dust of sleep, I will you know i'll cross post it somewhere
1: there there's a cool picture of a black lit uranium glass,
0: yes, it's all like purple light and then this glowing green and glass i still have to i still it.
1: have to check if I can see my bones through my hands if I put them up to these glasses, <laughs> like the madame Curie like <laughs> X-ray thing.
0: I'm, I'm pointing to the shaker. Oh, would you like drink. some more drink? Yes, I, I would if you could just pick up some what I'm putting down.
1: Fluorescent grandma drink there?
0: The the drink is not fluorescent. The fluorescent glass. The glass is fluorescent, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just take a sip of that drink. Delicious. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, dog updates. Vink.
1: Holy smokes. Vink, the low-maintenance dog who's like the... Just does her thing usually.
0: Mm -mm, Not anymore. So Friday, she was looking a little pink on her belly. And whatever. I mean, dogs are pink sometimes. Saturday, we woke up and her belly looks red and kind of inflamed, like puffy. Looked bad.
1: It looked precursor to being wet
0: Mm -hmm. it i mean it looked like she had been kind of scratching at it all night but she had not been scratching at it at all she had
1: kind of inflamed
0: yeah hadn't done anything all by itself it got inflamed and g dad's like man that doesn't look good and i was like you are correct so i called the vet and i was like my dog is all red and inflamed uh can you get us in today and our awesome vet has has now instituted late night hours
1: this is on saturday
0: they have appointments until 10 p.m. every day of the week. Well, not Sundays, but uh, Monday through Saturday.
1: I mean, as I as I pointed out, they're open all night because they're a hospital. And then you pointed out, but it's much more expensive if you don't make an appointment. That's yeah. ER. Then it turns into ER and like super
0: expensive. Yeah, so you have whatever 150 or 200 uh, just emergency fee starting off. So if no you no thanks. Yeah, if you can get an appointment, that's great. And so these like eight. 39, 9 30 p.m. appointments are like, sure, whatever. What right? are
1: we doing? yeah making, making cocktails.
0: Uh and I mean great for people who it's like, you know, they're working during normal hours. They want to bring their dog in. So I mean, I just I love them so much. It's such a good practice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're you know, like, we have a nine thirty p.m. and I was like, I'll take it. By the time we get there, it alright, so I called it like nine thirty in the morning. Twelve hours later we get there and it's Bad. There's like scabs forming everywhere or the sores. But like
1: every well, like front, back, I mean the whole The
0: back of her legs, her entire undercarriage.
1: All the skin you can see. Yeah. Her ears Her ears her were ears.
0: pink. What the hell happened? We don't know. And they're like, Did you change your food? Did you change detergent? No, everything's the same here. Uh like yeah, we, we didn't move, right? No. Like
1: different plants, no.
0: Everything's the same. So we have no idea what happened, but she had some Crazy reaction to something, so they put her on a kind of steroid, anti-inflammatory, antibiotics, and, antifungal, and then they're like, she needs medicated baths. And I was like, well, we have the chlorhexidine shampoo, and they're like, okay, well, we're going to give you this one because it's got that, and then also an antifungal, and uh, so she needs baths every day for a week. <laughs> oh my god! So this is the one that you have to put on, suds it up, and then wait for ten minutes. The longest 10 minutes in the world when your dog is sudsed up and waiting. Wants to
1: get out of the shower. Just wants to get out of the shower. Yes. And, and Vink, drip, drip, drip.
0: Vink's fur is so dense. So just like just getting it wet so you can lather it takes a while. Lathering i'm pretty quick at, but then rinsing her just takes forever because like the fur sticks in there or the soap sticks in the fur and so you got to rinse over and over and over again to make sure you get all the soap out of it
1: she it it's all under fur with her there is no like long fur outside coat
0: no it's all super dense uh so yeah so it's basically like okay i just get i got to get undressed and get in the shower cuz otherwise i'm soaking wet and uh
1: the, the bathroom is soaking wet because Vink yes. runs out and, and shakes and runs around so
0: like towels covering the entire floor in the bathroom uh and so i've been i guess you, did you give her the first
1: bath no i think you have i've done all the I baths
0: yeah so today i think was number three sunday yeah, Monday, i, I was
1: all, i was ready yesterday like there were all the towels in the bathroom already and then you came home from a bike ride or something <laughs> i or got like, home and i'm like you clearly don't want to do it, and I was like, "Yeah, clearly I don't want to
0: do it." <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna wash Vink," and I was like, "I'll do it." And he's like, "No, no, I'll do it." And then we're just sitting there, and like, "I'll dry her if you wash her." And, and he's I was like, thinking yeah.
1: she has to take a shower anyway. After she's, she's probably just going. <laughs> I'm there. like,
0: yeah, he could just ask me to do it. I'm happy to do it, but uh, I. All right, I'll just go do it. Fine.
1: <laughs> it was very nice of you. I just,
0: you were very stressed. It was, I'm happy to do it, right? But it's just funny that I was like, You want me to wash her? And you're like, No, no, it's and fine. In my
1: head, I was like, She wants to take a shower and I want to tie up the bathroom, which takes a shower. And none of this was articulated very well. I just kind of sat there and was Not like, Not articulated like, at all. Overwhelmed with the idea.
0: And I was like, I'm just going to go wash her. I'll yeah, be back. <laughs> it was
1: good. That was nice. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, I did, I've given her the baths, and then tonight I did her and Brody. Cause he needs those baths once a week which is what vink will have to shift to after you know after this week of washing then she gets it once a week his
1: skin is pretty stable but it's not perfect and he can use it he's an, he's an allergic
0: yeah i mean he's still got little scabs yeah, he's, from he's stuff.
1: he's allergic to grass and he eats grass and he you know rolls in grass he's a, he's a doof yeah
0: yeah uh so it i guess it feels a little shorter when you're doing two dogs because like Suds up Vink, and then while she's waiting her ten minutes, you get to suds up Brody. Yeah,
1: it's not just looking at Vink and Vink looking at you yeah. and trying to escape. <laughs>
0: so then, yeah, then you get to rinse Vink while Brody's waiting. Uh, but one of the issues, especially with Vink, because she's kind of had a lot of sores and stuff, is like we don't want her to be damp on the undercarriage. So we have a dog like grooming dryer like you some people use a blow dryer but it's too hot like you can hurt the.
1: and the the motor is right in the in the dog's ear right
0: yeah so this is more like it looks sort of like a small canister vacuum yeah and it's got a tube coming out the front and that's the blow dryer we call it the pig
1: if you flipped it it would be a canister vacuum but if you that's right flip it it blows yeah
0: yeah uh so yeah we put i when we got it i put two little googly eyes on it so it's yellow But it looks kind of like a...
1: Yeah, it looks like it's blowing out of its nose, right? The hose (laughs) attaches to where the pig's nose would be.
0: Yeah, I guess more elephant, but it looks kind of like a pig. What did you stop, pig? Yeah, so the pig has been out, and so she gets blow-dried, and she tolerates it. (sighs)
1: She acts like she's going to die, or (laughs) as actually is dead.
0: Yeah, Uh, Guac likes having it blow in his face, (laughs) and tonight I found out St. Patrick, like, I didn't want to harass him with it, but i like kind of blew it in his direction and he's like "Ooh, ooh, what's that he loves it he's like blow that thing in my face
1: he goes out and likes the wind sticks too.
0: his head out and just like lets it blow his fluke back off his face he thought it was great yeah, he's really, like do that thing to me again He's deaf so he
1: doesn't care about the sound <laughs>
0: uh so anyway she she still her undercarriage still is quite irritated looking but it's definitely better than it was. It's
1: drying and getting better, yeah.
0: Yeah, it just looks red now. It doesn't look like it's about to burst into infection or Poor anything. Poor little bank. Yeah, so, who, I mean, she obviously had a really serious, like, allergic reaction to something. Who knows? Yeah, I who don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, so she's getting better. Everybody else is pretty much the same. I don't think we've got... Did Guac do anything crazy?
1: No, Guac's getting better at being
0: better. I know, G.R. Dad is now... I'm like, you can just let him outside and he'll come back. Still makes me nervous. But he's he's done a good job. Yeah,
1: but he likes you better.
0: Well, that's because he's my boy. He (laughs) loves me very much. He is your boy. Uh, But he listens to you. I mean, he (sighs) listens to me a little bit better, but...
1: We have an arrangement. (laughs) He listens to me when I have a ball and I'm throwing it up and down going, boy, I wonder who would like to chomp on this... Whoa, go (laughs) on.
0: One thing at a time.
1: (laughs) He's a good boy. He
0: is uh we had
1: the uh, zoomies
0: he's been getting the zoomies this week which is interesting Maybe
1: reverse aging in effect
0: and oh that's what we should talk about the brody unloady yeah he's down to 90.4 this is his first time breaking into 90 from 91 by next week he may be in the 80s
1: which is great he probably hasn't been in the 80s for a long many years
0: yep yep I, he still has a ways to go
1: it's funny when we bring him into the vet they have a scale that only measures in kilograms, so we get, you know, we put bank on there, and they're like, twenty three kilograms, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I just this is a lot of math. I have to math. You're this
0: German. Out. You should know what that means.
1: No, I know if it's heavy or not. I know what it would be rep. What it would be like to carry her at twenty seven kilos, but I don't. I don't translate it in German. <laughs> it doesn't mean I know what it means in pounds.
0: Well, you just times it by two t- two point two.
1: Two point two. I know. I know these things.
0: You can just times it by two, and then you're pretty close.
1: Yeah, but not exact. We're we're trying to be somewhat precise with these dogs.
0: Times it by two, and then move the decimal place one and add that onto it.
1: I know, I know, I know what to do. <laughs> but things are happening. Everything's everything's going on at the vet's office. Yeah. Oh. When well, they go twenty-seven point three, it's like oh. I know fifty-nine point whatever seven, but still. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay fine yeah It'll be that way um, okay so I think that's it for dog updates do you yeah. have German word of the week for us
1: um, I think I said two of effect
0: yeah it's a good one
1: yeah this is just you know I have like a
0: give the literal translation
1: oh door frame effect
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: there's a different scientific effect for it too but it's 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 used this is familiar, right? It's used for the idea that you think of something, and then you go through a door frame into another room, and then you forget immediately what you were thinking about. Like, what it's the, the hell am I in this Why room did for? I come upstairs, or why did I come into the garage? Because because you, your memory is somewhat uh, associated with your physical environment, right? And that's why you're supposed to study in the same location every night, or study where you're going to take the exam. Yeah, because it triggers a little bit or it's tied to it so if you're thinking you're in bed and you're thinking of you know your pie recipe and then you leave (laughs) your bed and you go into your living room your surroundings have changed and it's harder to access that memory so you you, you're thinking of something else then interesting yeah two effect
0: that's good doorframe effect Mm -hmm. all right you ready for taste of the keys
1: i am always ready for taste of the keys this
0: isn't the one that we talked about
1: that's fine because
0: there's a better one i knew there was a better one Man lifted after shark attack off Marathon. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, about this. Shark attack. Yeah. So the, the one we were going to do is that they rescued a sea turtle, the turtle hospital, which we've talked about. Uh, they got a sea turtle with like a 35-pound tumor on its flipper that they cut off. Wow. Oh. He's doing good. Um, but, yeah. So this dude from Atlanta was down here on vacation, and he was on Sombrero Beach, which is in Marathon. It's one of the few sandy beaches that are here in the keys and he was going snorkeling so he jumped in the water and basically as soon as he jumped in the water this big ass bull shark gave him a big ass chomp on his shoulder
1: yeah i mean he, he yeah yeah
0: Scary. 10 8 to 10 foot bull shark
1: which must seem huge in the water where everything's 30 percent bigger anyway i when know anything normal in the water looks giant ginormous
0: like we have sharks that swim on our beach here and they're like two feet long three they feet seem long maybe. big they seem big yeah uh even like we've seen some big nurse sharks not here but like when we're out at little palm island there have been some big nurse sharks there and there may be five maybe six feet the really big ones maybe they may six look feet. six feet yeah yeah uh
1: so eight to ten feet is is looking like you know jaws size underwater
0: big yeah. yeah smokes uh, and so bull
1: sharks are nasty.
0: They are. Yeah, we have... On our beach, we basically have... We've had hammerhead sharks, nurse sharks, mm-hmm. black-tip reef sharks. And reef sharks do bite people, but...
1: These are the little ones.
0: Yeah, these are these are juveniles that we get. And, and they tend to... They're not really aggressive. They tend to bite people because, like, they're swimming around the reef and people get in their way. Yeah. Uh, but bull sharks do... I mean known, look, we're in their spot anyway, but they, they do. They're a known to be damage. grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows what happened. This guy jumped in, maybe he jumped right on the shark. But the, the shark, shark was
1: like, get off and down.
0: Yeah. So they bit him on the shoulder. It said, the conk life says the injury to his shoulder was described as severe and he got airlifted to Miami. So,
1: yeah, that's pretty severe. That's yeah. bleedy. Ooh, uh.
0: Yep. So Uh, But they said there was nobody fishing or chumming in the water where he was. So who knows why the shark was pissed off?
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, they're defending where no one is attacking. Who knows (laughs) what actually was happening? Well, you can imagine. We weren't chumming.
0: You can imagine some dude on the the internet being like, there's probably like people chumming in the water and the idiot just jumped in. And then they got to be like, nobody was actually chumming.
1: You can buy chum at the
0: grocery store here. This is an interesting yes. thing that lets you know where you live, which I was surprised by the first time. There's liked.
1: like a, it, the marker in the aisle says chum.
0: Yeah, it's in the freezer section. <laughs> There's like frozen yeah, chicken right. nuggets, frozen pizza, and then chum. It comes like in a long box. Dinner,
1: frozen veggies, pizza, chum.
0: Yep. You can just buy that in the grocery store. I was and like,
1: it's oh. like isn't it? It's, it's frozen uh, meat. It's I mean, that's why it's in the freezer aisle.
0: fish bits, I think. Yeah. I've never chummed actually. My whole experience with chumming is from watching Jaws.
1: It Seems cheaty.
0: I don't know. Seems
1: like cheating. Seems like like, you know,
0: attracting attracting, the fish? Uh,
1: attracting alcoholics by pouring out vodka or something. Wow. It just seems like it's wrong. Okay. Mo- morally wrong.
0: There's a strong moral judgment from Jared Dad about chumming here. Fisherman may well, Talk it's to like him at,
1: cor- at, you're not allowed to attract deer with corn and then blow their brains out either. You know? At Ingo Burkhardt. Oh, but you're allowed to do with sharks? It doesn't seem fair.
0: I, I don't want the comments. It doesn't seem fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else to add?
1: No, I was trying to think of a good cooking fail, and I don't think I'd gotten anything beyond my usual. My, <laughs> my dosage sucks, and I can't tell the difference between things that look the same.
0: <laughs> I was uh, cleaning out my phone today just you know deleting videos because like i'll have like copies of the snaps because you don't like, cloud them it's good i don't yeah. i do not trust the cloud so uh yeah it's like i don't need old versions of the snaps that i've posted already so i'm right. cleaning out the videos and i found a video so like last week i made us a tortilla de patatas it's spanish tortilla so it's just i make it with onions potatoes and then eggs and so it's like if you haven't had a spanish tortilla it's not like a tortilla that you make a burrito with it's, well, a, you're thinking more it's of like a frittata
1: a flat a non-folded omelet
0: yeah it's like a frittata, frittata. So, um and you know we have this when we go to Haleo in dc it's like one of our go-tos it's very good and i make a pretty good one at real home. good real good one so the way that you make this is like you cook your potatoes um if you do it right you cook them in oil like you poach them in olive oil Uh, And your onions and then you drain all the oil off of that you put them back in the pan You put the eggs in the pan with them So the eggs basically just cover the potatoes and then you cook it until the eggs are mostly set and then You put a plate upside down on top of the pan and you flip the whole boy's over so Hmm. you hold the plate on the pan and flip the hot pan over so the entire thing falls onto the plate and you put the pan back on the burner and you slide the tortilla off the plate back into the pan so the part that was up is now down. Oh. That's how you finish cooking it. As
1: opposed to trying to flip it in the air like a pancake in the that cartoons. It does not work. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's that's not a thing. This is too big.
1: I don't think it works in real life for anything. But anyway.
0: There's... Like you can flip little things, but this is... <laughs> excuse me. A big heavy thing. Yeah. You put the plate on top. You flip it. And of course, if you do it wrong, it slides all over the place and falls out, the egg runs out, like, bad shit happens if you flip it wrong. Uh, so, I was making one of these last, last week, I guess. And I have made them perfectly before, and oh, I have nice, made them fluffy, where the perfect. whole thing falls apart into a, like, dry, eggy potato mess that needs to be thrown away. It's not even that it's ugly. It also tastes really bad. Here's the
1: difference between you and me. You would throw it away, and I'd be like, still pretty good.
0: <laughs> Jared had has psychological issues about <laughs> wasting food
1: it's funny because it's true
0: <laughs> so i was like i've got to eat. like i had a bag of potatoes that was fine but it was not going to be fine for that much longer so i'm like i'm just going to make two i'm gonna like i get out the scary mandolin and i'm going to slice all the potatoes and i got enough potatoes for two so i'm just i'm going to make one for dinner and then i'll make another one because it keeps really good in the fridge and then you can eat it cold for breakfast yeah, that's a good, good breakfast thing yeah uh, so, I'm like, I'll make two. So, I make the first one and I like grab a random, you know, recipe online just to remember, like, eh, how do it? It's like, I know how to do it. I also have Jose Andreas's Haleo cookbook, which has its recipe. Perfect for them. recipe. Uh, but I didn't use his first. I used one that was like up on my computer and I went to flip it and the whole thing fell apart and it was a little burned on the bottom. I had to scrub the pan. Uh-huh. And. I was like, all right, well, good thing I have enough potatoes for two. And then I made the second one. I'm just going to do exactly what the Haleo cookbook says. And it's perfect. It's beautiful. And the key is that you cook it on low. You don't cook it on medium. You cook it on low because that's basically the only way that the eggs don't get kind of brown on the bottom. Uh, So you got to put like oil in the bottom, cook it on low. It takes twice as long as the other recipes, but it turns out perfect. Every time. That's great. And so I had this video where I was like, this is the tortilla that I made using Jose andreas's recipe. Beautiful, perfect what? tortilla. <laughs> Pan over this is the tortilla that I made using not Jose Andreas's recipe, and it's just like potatoes sticking out of like burnt yeah. eggs. It's like such a mess. And Fire. I was like Just always do what Jose Andreas says, which is actually a good rule in life because he's a phenomenal human being and you know we all should aspire to be more like him
1: god the worst thing i ever had was a cheap stove where you could put it on lo- you could it had gas burners and you put them on low and it would still boil things and burn things
0: was this at your, your yeah house? it
1: was the, it was the, you couldn't make it low enough to actually prevent things from burning to the bottom of a pan which was depressing
0: gr dad's range at his house the house that he sold uh, was terrifying. I had to make him get rid of it at some point. I'm like, We're, "You're getting a new one." He's like, "It's fine." I'm like, "When you cook stuff, the starter just stays on. It's going. It's a gas range, and it's going click, 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 click all the time. Wow. And then like sometimes it just goes off." It's not heating at all, and then mm, it magically fine. comes back on. Fine. One time, he was at his house. He was cooking something, and then he left, and he came to my house for three days, and he went home and realized he had left the left it on.
1: But the gas was burning, I think. Wasn't it burning? I no, don't I remember. The, ga-
0: the I think the gas was on without the flame. I mean, Your house could have exploded. It didn't. Oh, my
1: God. It wasn't the burner's fault. That was user oh error.
0: Yes, but... Anyway, i tried to cook with that so I tried we to bought it so i bought ones. a new
1: one and i bought a cheap one because i wasn't going to be there that long and i i'm glad i wasn't there that long there's some you don't, you don't have to buy a top of the line but there's some middle ground where i think if you want to actually use the stove and cook you should probably get a middle of the middle of the world middle of the range range
0: good appliance rule of thumb
1: yeah the, the total the, cheap and because i never would have thought oh it's it won't go low enough i never would have thought of that as something right gas ranges are great because they usually they heat things up really well yeah. right? you can boil water like crazy on a gas range yeah but you can't if they're if they're not you know yeah they don't go to 11 or whatever don't go to <laughs> minus one it's really hard to just simmer without burning things
0: i mean this is like when i stopped buying the cheapest possible blender just buy, like, the cheapest blender is 15 bucks. Yep. Buy the $30 blender, which you can afford, and it's going to last as long as the cheap blender plus the next cheap blender that you have to buy when you break the first one. And like,
1: it will work better in the meantime, right?
0: For sure. I mean, the stuff I can do with my blender now, which I think costs, like, 50 bucks, right? It's not a $200 blender. Right. Uh, it's game-changing. So middle mid-range appliances is a good rule, even if you're broke. Yeah. unless it's like i cannot possibly cook and unless i buy this cheapest thing
1: yeah and then maybe i'm i'm talking myself into the fact that it's probably less disastrous if you get an electric range they're probably generally easier to use
0: i mean i've only had electric ranges yeah i
1: just like the idea that if there's a power failure you can use gas for range.
0: sure no i mean it would be great right i've just been in the situation where like the house that i bought and this this house yeah. has electric i mean it there's no gas fine. in the keys it
1: works fine
0: that's good anyway okay uh thank you everyone for listening to the podcast and until next time don't bite anyone unless they ask you
1: to. don't be a bull shark
0: indeed bye